Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today, we've got a great lunch compliance. But first, the story from Ad Electrical 5354 I knew my job, but the new manager thought he knew better, so I did it his way. Very precisely. So I used to work for one of the top delivery companies in the UK. There was a lot less competition 15 years ago. I was very good at my specific delivery job and I often undertook every office task. From single delivery routes to maintaining the office and delivery distribution to all routes. Then one day in comes the new manager and it was the cliche that you dread. You've probably all met the type. Suit slightly too big and a trainee mustache. He had just finished uni and, to his credit, got himself a business degree. The problem with this company was every office around the whole country was run differently. And this poor manager was expecting every person to do things by the letter. But most of the work was done on goodwill, since we were allowed to finish for the day when we completed our deliveries. It was creating a rod for our own backs, to be honest, but it was nice to finish earlier on lighter days. Finally, on the third day, after watching me daily and asking why I was doing things in certain orders, I told them my delivery route was complex and required it to be done in a certain order to ensure the time deliveries got there before 1pm, and the other delivery staff were fed their delivery materials by myself at certain times to ensure optimum delivery speeds and minimum delay. He replied, no, it doesn't work like that. I simply stared for a bemused few seconds and said I don't understand. He wanted it by the letter today as per company guidelines. I argued very hard against it and said he'll really regret it because we won't complete, but he insisted I was wrong because it was all timed and measured. So after an exasperated 15 minute heated discussion, I did as I was told to the letter. The five staff I fed deliveries to weren't happy but understood. It was like a domino effect of carnage. At 12.30pm, we all rang in the office to report the failed time deliveries, which he promptly freaked out about because they were strictly monitored. The subsequent enforced break times and shuffling required also left 15-20% to of each walk unfinished, which he also now has to complete himself on top of the timed ones. He had to fill out reports for all failed 1pm deliveries all walk failures, and then had to call in managers from other offices to finish it all. They all finished around 4 hours late. He was not popular. The next day he came to me and asked me to show him the mechanics of the delivery route in detail because I didn't expect that to happen if I'm honest. It was close enough to an apology for me. We actually became good friends over time, but he never questioned me when I said nope ever again. I've worked with people for a long time, and I gotta say, there's just kind of a few different kinds of people. One where if they feel they're right, they will be undying about their opinion and not take any answers for no. 
And then you start going down the line more and more towards reasonable, takes feedback from other people, listens to concerns. In a situation like this where you're the expert and you know how it's all going down and you have somebody above you that says, no, no, just do it this way. Would you be the kind of person that sits there and argues your point into the ground to make sure it gets across? Or would you rather be the kind to compromise, go along with it and let it unfold naturally for better or worse? Let me know about you guys in the comments down below. Our next story is from BitSlammer. Company won't pay for lunch? Home it is then. A few years back, I worked at a small IT security reseller and consulting place that tried like heck to nickel and dime everyone. I had a customer that was a bit over one and a half hours away, and the rule was you had to be working more than two hours away from your home city to have meals covered. I initiated some malicious compliance and drove back home for lunch the three days they had to be on site at that customer. When I turned in my expense report for mileage, I got called into the office, where I explained that the reason there were two round trips was that I was just following policy not to eat out, and charged that back since I wasn't two hours out. That policy got changed real fast as the mileage was around $250 at that time, and the customer wasn't happy. You can also guess why I said it was a short stint there. That place tried to nickel and dime employees and customers alike. I don't know how they stayed in business. I wonder if that company just kind of like found a niche and there just wasn't much competition in that area. I mean, beyond that, I don't understand how this company could try to nickel and dime everybody and manage to make enough to really hang around. Maybe they're like mattress stores. You never see anybody go in, but the one time people do go in, they're probably going to make a purchase. Like they're most likely going into a mattress store for a good reason. And mattresses are not cheap, so it can probably keep the doors open. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Jerry Wasi. Fax out documents till 5.30? Okay. So this job was from several years ago. I was reminded of it by reading other stories. I was the last person to leave. I worked until 5.30pm. When we faxed out documents, they were timestamped. Well, the last documents I faxed were usually timestamped 5.20pm. Because, for one, when we faxed documents, we usually did several at once. Probably five or so. After faxing, you have to go back to your computer, log them out in two different programs, initial them with the times, and then file them. This takes time, especially when you have, say, five documents. Me being the last person in the department, I then have to not only log off of the five programs I use, shut down the computer, turn off my lamp, check the lamps of the seven cubicles around me, lock the files, make sure the fax machine has paper for incoming faxes, make sure all the inboxes have a blank paper on top so when security walks by, they don't see the confidential information underneath. It's not like they can't flip a piece of paper if they really wanted to, right? I gather my things, mark my timesheet, yeah, we had timesheets, and head out. Now, if anyone leaves the building after 5.15, you have to sign out at the security desk. So, I usually signed out about 5.35ish. My schedule's still at 5.30. I work until 5.30. Well, review time comes, and my manager tells me I need to be faxing documents all the way up until 5.30. We're there until 5.30. I explain to him what I actually do when I close up the department. He says, whatever, I want to see the timestamps up to 5.30 p.m. Okay, I start doing that. I'm in no rush, I don't slow down, mind you, but I don't rush myself out. 
Now I'm signing my timesheet at 5.40 and signing out at security at 5.45. Roll around to the week after next on Monday. Manager approaches me after going over the timesheets. Of course, he asks why I'm signing out so late. My schedule's 5.30 and security has me signing out at 5.45. I tell him he told me that I had to fax out until 5.30. I can't do that and close up by 5.30. He says, fine, fax until 5.25. Margot can file them in the morning, make a folder and let her know. Now, filing only takes about two minutes. Okay, now I'm signing out 5.32 and security 5.36. Times are important per sensitive material. He's good with this. However, Margot now has an additional task when she comes in. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Because, per long-standing protocol, if you finish someone else's job, yes, that includes filing, you must verify their final step. So she has to go into both programs of those files and double check I logged them out in those programs, adding another maybe 10 minutes to her load of work before she can start her daily jobs. Second day of this and managers asking her why he hasn't gotten any files from her by a certain time like he usually does. She tells him exactly why. Of course, Margot and I have talked about this way before and knew all of this was going to happen and knew the final outcome long before he did. Finally, with great exasperation, he looks at me and says, Final facts time 520. I don't want to hear another word about this and walks out. She and I just look at each other and don't need to say a word. 
Just imagine hitting that flow where you have everything figured out, you know how to do your job very efficiently to leave at a very reasonable time, you're still leaving the building five minutes late, and manglement needs to sweep on through and say, oh no no, do this, so oh, you have to do this. I could just imagine being in a situation like that where you have it all figured out and you're told you have to do it a different way and wanting to just rip the hair out of your head. And our final story of the day is from Sleep Deprived 111, A Window of Opportunity. When I was fresh out of high school, I moved from my small town to be near my family. Initially I worked at Walmart, but I got an offer for $10 an hour for a window factory, which was almost a dollar more than I was making. So I agreed and signed an employment contract through a temp agency. All was well for a couple of weeks, until one payday when I saw that I was making $9.50. I hadn't checked before, and checked with the HR for the factory. They said I had to check with a temp agency since I wasn't full time. They had a representative for the temp agency in the building, so I went and talked to her. She told me harshly that they deducted a part of my check in return for employing me there. I said no, I specifically asked what I would be making hourly and you told me 10 an hour, and that you would deduct a flat fee for employment. There was no agreement to take from my hourly wage because that would be way more than the agreed upon fee and I know the factory pays you a fee for finding them employees. She shrugged and said there's nothing I could do, it's in the contract. The next day I returned to the temp agency with my copy of the contract. The next day I returned to the temp agency with my copy of the contract and told them to show me where I agreed to a deduction for my hourly wage. They refused and said that if I didn't like it, I could quit. I was pissed. I'd been working long hours, volunteering for extra hours. I still worked, but I was trying to think of what to do. Apparently I looked angry, so one of the higher ups came by for their safety walks, this big biker looking guy, I told him what was up. He told me there was nothing he could do since I was a temp and I hadn't been there long enough to warrant early employment and that the temp agency would have to agree. I said I could quit. He said yes I could, but that wouldn't do anything besides make me unemployed and then I'd have to wait 6 months to a year to reapply. He said he knew I was a good worker and that I went out of my way to learn as much as possible to help out as much as possible. He asked if I had kids. I said no. He asked about my living situation, and at the time I was staying with my grandma. He then smiled and said, why don't you just work normal hours? I asked what he meant. He told me that per the temp contract, I only had to work as needed. So if I quit volunteering for overtime, they wouldn't make as much. They paid normal wage for anything over 40 hours. I asked if that would affect my chances of getting hired on. He assured me he'd make sure it wouldn't. So for the next few weeks, I didn't volunteer for overtime and left early when I could. My direct supervisor noticed and asked why. I told him and directed him to talk to biker guy. At first, it didn't seem that the temp agency noticed. After three weeks, they asked me why I didn't sign up for overtime. They had a paper you wrote your name on in their office when you went to pick up your paycheck. I asked why should I, when not only did I not get time and a half for overtime, but they lied to me about my wage and deducted more than agreed. They mentioned the contract. I reminded them that I'd been working the agreed hours and only went home when the factory didn't need me. They got pissy saying they'd have to see what their office supervisor says and that I should sign up for overtime in case they said to fire me as it would help save my job. I said no thanks, I'll roll the dice and left. 
The next day, I talked to biker guy, let him know what's going on, and he was pissed that they threatened my job. Told me not to worry, as I hadn't done anything to warrant termination. So I continued to work at a normal pace. They had a set time every job would take. If you went over, you'd be let go before the drama. I was getting it done in one-eighth the time after I was at the exact time limit. Every week, I'd go in for my paycheck. They'd ask if I'd sign up for overtime. I'd say no, take my check and leave. For a month, nothing happened. But then one day when I went to pick up my check, I was pulled into the office with the temp agency supervisor. He was nice at first, small talk, but eventually asked me why I quit working overtime. I said, why would I if I'm not getting time and a half and the more I work, the more you take? He said that's how it worked. There was nothing he could do. And I said, that sucks. He said I signed a contract and that was that. I told him the contract was for $10 an hour. You take 50 cents an hour and a sizable deduction for employing me. Why should I work more for you to get more? He told me if I felt that way, I could quit. I agreed but reminded him per the contract. I only had a month left before I would be signing for full time and wouldn't have to deal with the agency anymore. And when that happens, I'll go back to working overtime. He turned red and said he could fire me before then. I laughed and said, yes, you could, but I don't think the factory I was employed at through them would like that. He smiled and said they'd handle that and that the factory didn't need to know the reason. I smiled bigger and said they already knew and name dropped the biker guy. I told him that the biker guy assured me that what I was doing wasn't worthy of termination and that if he did want to fire me, my first step would be to call biker guy and let him know. Biker guy was well connected in the factory and temp agency and had a say in whether or not the contract with the temp agency got renewed. He stood there stewing for several minutes before telling me I could leave. I asked if I was fired. He shouted no, so I left. I spent the next month working at my new pace, and when it was time to get full time, the temp agency tried to delay it, saying that since I left early I still owed them some hours, but one call from biker guy shut that down. Once I was full time, I volunteered for all the overtime I could get, and went back to running around the factory helping wherever I could. I know this wasn't really much of a revenge story, but the look the temp lady gave me every day as I went in for more overtime was so satisfying. I don't know how well OP could get the word out about this temp agency around, but it might be worth it if they can inform some people that, hey, they'll get you a job, but they're going to take their slice right off the top without telling you. It wouldn't even be that bad if they were upfront about it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another compliance story that was absolutely crazy, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.